Hey there, and welcome to the Allied Arts Podcast, where we learn how to make the world come alive with art. For this special COVID-19 series, we'll be talking about the many ways of how artists have been acting as allies in response to this pandemic. So, these have been really difficult times, but it's been amazing to see artists in action and using their time, skills, and talents to be able to help the rest of the world survive with art. And I hope to share that here on the podcast. So to stay tuned whenever I post new episodes, make sure to follow the podcast here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're using to listen to this. And also on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at AlliedArtsPH. And now, on to the episode. What is up, podcast? Welcome back to the Allied Arts, where we talk about how to make the world come alive with art. This is still a special COVID-19 series episode. So for now, we're going to be talking about how to help the world survive with art. So for this particular episode, we'll be talking about the initiatives of artists supporting other artists in the form of fundraisers and donation drives. So um, before I go into the episode, I just want to share... Um, I'm actually re-recording. I'm re-recording this episode because I initially recorded it in video format, but because I don't have any other tech with me aside from my phone, I was having problems with editing and getting the audio out of the the video and like using it in the podcast. So I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I will just re-record this entire episode. Which actually was beneficial because I found, you know, in this, in that time since I recorded the video and now, I discovered more initiatives of artists supporting artists. So I think that's great. At least I can share more and I can share more, you know, if you're interested to donate and at the same time to help out other artists, um, this would be a good chance to like listen to the initiatives available and see how you can help out. Alright, so I'm going to start first and foremost by sharing what happened because of COVID-19. So first was, of course, we are all on lockdown now and mass gatherings were prohibited and that included live events. So for artists, especially those in the performing arts, live events are essentially our bread and butter and mass gatherings as well like the arts are all about bringing people together to connect and you know um, form relationships and connection and you know just bond over art and learn new uh, hear new stories and things like that but um well you know the lockdown happened and so a lot of artists were affected by this also because a lot of artists are freelancers for these kinds of events which you know made it difficult so um how did artists respond to this so in the previous episodes i already talked about how artists adapted using technology and how artists are taking care of health and help or helping out to take care of people's health rather through their art um, and now, we're going to be talking about how artists respond 
in the form of fundraisers and donation drives for, you know, within their industries as well as other communities that are in need of help. Um, so as with any industry, there are people who are fortunate enough to have a financial buffer, right? But there are also those who live paycheck to paycheck. And in the arts, usually these are the people behind the scenes. So, so you have your production designers, you have your production arts managers, you have um, lighting technicians, sound technicians, set, um, set contractor, a lot of many other things. Like, if you watch any movie and you look through the film credits, a lot of people, a lot of those people are freelancers or business owners. And thing is, now with this pandemic, even the business owners are affected because, you know, everybody's pretty much in a standstill. Um, so what artists did is... What artists have done, rather, is to come together to form movements and donation drives to help fellow artists and other communities in need. So, they've been using their time, talent, and skills to do two things. Number one, to entertain those in lockdown. Number two, to raise funds to help those who are struggling in this lockdown. So, we're going to go through the different fundraisers that I found, but there are so, 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 so many more um, fundraisers I just didn't encounter them. <laughs> Alright, so for the first one, we've got Open House Fundraiser. So, Open House Fundraiser was geared to help displaced artists and cultural workers. This was a project by a joint project by the Artist Welfare Project, Phil Stage, Spit, Third World Improv, Theater Actors Guild, and Ticket to Me. So, what are those groups? Um, Artist Welfare Project, or AWPI, is a non-stock, non-profit NGO serving the culture and arts sectors through social welfare, education, capacity building, and they help connect artists with doctors, lawyers, to help them with the medical, legal, and financial side of their career. Phil Stage, the second uh, collaborator for this, is an alliance of 16 professional companies in the theatrical arts. So, they seek to influence policies on artist-friendly laws, implementation of development plans, and they aim to get recognition of the performing arts as an integral force of Philippine culture, society, creative industry, and tourism. Now, SPIT is Manila's premier improv theater group. Uh, Third World Improv is the first Philippine school dedicated to teaching improv theater. Theater Actors Guild is an association of theater actors in the Philippines to represent theater actors in public and private fora. Their goal is to protect and uphold the rights of theater actors. Next is Ticket to Me. Ticket to Me is an online ticketing platform for events. Um, prior to the lockdown, they were they had a lot of uh, plays, musicals, and other workshops available. Um, sorry, up on their site that you could, and you could buy tickets from them. So it's an online, yeah, an online ticketing platform, basically. So, Open House Fundraiser has concluded. Um, they con they ran for about two months. And what they did was they put up workshops, shows, and online performances. 
I I personally volunteered actually to help out with the team for this, but I was going through a lot of mental health struggles myself. <sighs> so I backed out. Um but I was definitely very happy to have been able to help for a while. Um it was amazing because they got a lot of the big names in the industry to do performances. So for performances, um some of them would do like live concerts or just singing songs, you know, since theater there there are musical theater actors as well. Um they would do workshops. So for example, they do workshops on like how to prepare for an audition, how do you um or they'd also do workshops about the different tasks behind the scenes. So like production workshops on stage management um and production management just you know everything the whole world behind the stage behind not just behind the curtains but behind the actual stage because there's a lot that goes on there <laughs> yeah um they also do, do shows so they live streamed a few shows um so that people could um what do you call it so that people could watch it and stream it for a couple of days um so that was cool yeah um they're the first that i mentioned because they were the biggest that i saw um you can check them out on facebook and instagram at open house fundraiser so that's the first yeah and for the second one we have para sasining hashtag home not alone so what was home not alone it's a movement for cultural workers production crew performing artists and para sasining collaborators so um if you're not aware of them para sasining is a non-profit dedicated to creating a collaborative community using art as an interface for conversation collaboration and cultural exchange they aim to be a catalyst of social for social change and action and a solution to societal issues and problems so hashtag home not alone was a movement so that you know they you can still be able to connect with each other even online and you can actually join in through this movement simply by just sharing how you've been doing with the lockdown and using the hashtag home not alone or hashtag #taotayo you can also donate as well they're accepting donations um so that they can yeah so that they can help out their production crew so you can find them on facebook and instagram at para sasining to stay updated with their updates and like how their fundraiser has been going yeah um prior to this lockdown i was also part of the team for a project but it got canceled sadly because of the covid-19 pandemic um but yeah you know that's yet another one of the many movements of artists all right so third one is yakap sining #virtualyakap this one i just found out about this recently it's founded by miss sherry hill and rebelde and what they do is they champion the healing powers of painting music film and poetry it's a donation drive for the benefit of hopeline ph Save Our Schools Network, 
Center for Marginalized Filipinos. And they, their previous drive was for the concerned artists of the Philippines. Uh, what did they do? Oh. Oh, I sorry. I just realized I didn't mention what Paris Asining has been doing. Paris Asining has been doing like these Q&A sessions and also some, you know, some workshops and opportunities to connect with other artists. Um, just to see how they've been doing. Uh, so yeah. But now going back to Yakap Sining. <laughs> Sorry about that. So going back to Yakap Sining, what they've been doing are also similar to Paris Sining, except, you know, they've been tapping people from the health industry because, you know, that's their main focus on sharing how arts and health can actually connect and how it's relevant. So one of the most recent, um, what's this? What's One of the most recent online events that I saw was a Q&A with Dr. Gia Season. She's a mental health advocate. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Alright. Oh, their Facebook page. Um, you can check them out. Just Yakap Sining. Uh, and it'll, it'll come up. Alright, so next one is the Lockdown Cinema Club. This one is an initiative by independent Filipino filmmakers to reach and help fellow indie filmmakers affected by COVID. So, what they do is a co- introduce a collection of films as well as open Q&A sessions with directors. So, they're on a watch-all-you-want, give-what-you-can basis for this um, drive. So far, they've released five volumes of films already. Um... And but donations are closed, but disbursements are still ongoing. And as far as last I saw, they still have some of their videos up, so you can check that out. Lockdown Cinema Club on Facebook. So so far, it's very interesting. We've been we've we've been seeing um, how artists are helping artists through in the fields of theater, in the fields of arts management. And there are also those champ in film, and there are also those using art as a way to help our health through this lockdown. For the next initiative that I found out about, this will this focuses on music, or this you know, these are musicians helping musicians and other communities. So the next one is Bayanihan Musikahan. This is a campaign led by National Artist for Music, Ryan Kayabyab. What they do is they do fundraising for urban poor communities supported by Samahan ng Nagkakaisang Pamilyang Pangtawid, Likaan, Caritas, Manila. So what they do is their musicians do live concerts at scheduled times. Um, and it's being streamed on the respective artists' social media. Um, and then, yeah, they, they pretty much accept donations, um, financial donations, and they distribute those donations in the form of mana packs. So that's for food supplies. Mana as in M-A-N-N-A. So that's food supplies for those in need. And also, 
um, they have Ligtas COVID kits. So that's for medical and health supplies. You can check them out by Anihan Musikahan if you'd like to find out more about this initiative. And alright, yeah. So, so far we've gone through one, two, three, four, five. That's already a lot, but there's still more. Next up is the Musikaramai online concert series. This is for the benefit of displaced musicians and roadies. So, compared to... Um, so far, from those that I've mentioned, it's just been Musikaramai and Parasasining have been around even before COVID-19. Um, so for Musikaramai, their their cause is you know to share busking as part of Filipino culture and busking for a cause. So they help street musicians and those in need. So if you're curious to understand what street musicians are, if you've ever taken the train on the MRT or the LRT and you've crossed that what do you call that? The overpass where you switch the train lines along EDSA. Um, if you've ever seen the blind people who are performing there, they sing there and they have the mics and they accept donations. They are what you call buskers. So B-U-S-K-E-R-S. Busking is basically just performing live outdoors and accepting donations so it's not like a full-on concert um, or anything but it's just a chance to like share live music to the community and the general area another place where you can check out buskers actually is in bgc but most likely right now there's not much i don't think there would be buskers there but with the bgc arts uh, center initiatives and the Bonifacio um, Bonifacio Global City Foundation if I'm not mistaken they were they had that initiative where they they'd welcome artists and they'd have artists perform um, in BGC and like busk there yeah but going back to Musikaramai yeah so what they do is they stream live performances as well um, from different street musicians, from different performers, and they gather donations. Alright, so for the third initiatives, initiatives, for the third initiative um, by musicians, we have Musica Akbay. Music, it's a play on words of music and kakbay. So if you have music and karamay for the previous one, this one is music and kakbay. This one is an initiative by the UP College of Music Student Council where they feature performing groups of the college for the benefit of students and staff of the college and the medical frontliners. So this um, this initiative though I think just finished. They just did their finale uh, performance a few days ago but they're still doing disbursements. Uh, you can check them out, Musica Akbay. Uh, just search Musica Akbay, or you can go to the page of the UP College of Music Student Council themselves. Yeah. Alright, and then 
we have for visual arts, we actually have arts for PH or also art for med PH. Uh, so what is this? This is a platform through which visual artists can sell their works for a cause, and all proceeds go to nonprofits group, nonprofit groups working to equip frontliners. So basically, if you're a visual artist, you can sell your art there as well as create art for the frontliners because it's something that they actually encourage. They've been encouraging their visual artists to create something that they can give. To boost the morale of frontliners and just help them, you know, just let them know that they're being supported by strangers, even. So you can check them out. That's Arts4PH on Facebook. Right, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight initiatives, but for sure there have been so much more initiatives out there that I just wasn't able to include. However, that's not the end of this episode. We actually have the fun stuff, which I like, um, because these are two initiatives that I saw, which I, ha- I which I feel like would be very relevant and helpful to the entire arts industry. And these two are focused on helping artists with data. Isn't that amazing? So that artists can make data-driven decisions? I think that's cool. So, the first one is ilostmygig.ph This was an initiative to collect data from freelance creatives and they've been gathering the number of projects lost, number of people impacted, and the total income lost from this pandemic. Um... It isn't limited to just performing arts and visual arts, though. It also includes, like, graphic designers um, and marketing, just the whole creative industry in general. Even advertising as well. Um, But, yeah, you know, it's just very helpful to see all that data they've been posting. They've constantly been posting um, their updates from the results they got. And I feel like this would be helpful for artists, you know, so that we can see the bigger picture of, like, what's been going on and um, what we can do to move forward as a whole. For the second initiative, we have Creative Aid PH. So this was actually, I think, the very first initiative that I saw as soon as the pandemic started. Um, It's also a data gathering survey. And since then, their results have been made into uh, collated data. And they've been making calls for NCCA to have a rapid relief response in helping freelance creatives. So, for these two initiatives, why is it something that I feel is so relevant? Because for this industry, and actually just not just this industry, but for a lot of industries, there really is a lack of being able to collate data and check data. And, you know, I feel like if we have that data readily available, it would have been easier to be able to distribute, you know, what what's being called for now, which are rapid relief response packages. 
because you know without without the correct data it's so hard to just give out resources like financial resources or economic or you know maybe food supplies um because what is are they just going to give an arbitrary number what if you know that that the freelance creative who lost their job is really struggling is you know the breadwinner and struggled to pay the bills like yeah <laughs> just basically you know the it's it's helpful to have data it's helpful to have the numbers to know your numbers when it comes to ev- to anything so whether that's on a large scale like this like collect collating data from so many different people to like just your personal data just to know your numbers like how many projects did you lose how many um, how much income did you lose and what are things that you can do how can you adapt blah 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 blah, blah. Um, so that's on the data aspect for last for the last initiative of artists supporting artists um, there's actually been the National Live Events Commission of the Philippines so I'm not aware if this was a commission even before the lockdown but I only heard of it um, during this lockdown because they actually did a DP blast or you know you just click like use this frame thanks Facebook for that feature that's pretty cool um, it's a DP blast to raise awareness on a certain cause so um, it applied to freelancers and business owners in the field so whether they're like yeah, you know, lighting and sound technicians or small business owners with the lights and sounds rental business or a venue rental business um, even for like dancers, choreographers, musicians, performers, artists of all kinds when it comes to the live events. Um, so that was very helpful. And also, I found out that apparently this commission has been represented by Congressman Tofer, Christopher de Venetia. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, but I just found out recently that he's a congressman, but I've heard of him from like other place and other, you know, in the theater world. I've just been seeing his name around because I follow theater people online. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's really great to have a voice being able to represent artists even in some way, even though he's just one person. I think that's a huge thing to be represented like the national level and in the political level and you know like because he's an artist representing artists and he's in politics but that's a you know that's probably an entirely different conversation that i have yet to with a topic that i have yet to like understand more uh, but yeah, that's it. Basically, those are the different initiatives of how artists have been helping other artists as well as other communities. So there are so many more like other initiatives for sure. But just based on that, you know, it it's it's been yeah this lockdown's been tough, but 
seeing those in it initiatives have been really cool because it's amazing to see how artists are responding so quickly and how artists are being so generous and being able to share time talent and skills to help you know to help out as well as to entertain people and keep us from going insane from boredom <laughs> right so yeah i think that's really that's a really valuable way of you know artists helping out during these times so yeah that's it for this episode um and if you do know more like other initiatives of artists supporting other artists i'd love to like add them to this podcast um you can send me a message at iladartsph, Facebook or Instagram, or send me an email, iladartsph at gmail.com, and I'll make sure to add them here. Bye! Yes, hello! I know I said bye, but I forgot to add another initiative that I discovered. Um, so before I go, I just want to add this initiative. It's Artists for Commissions PH. Basically, this is an online Facebook group that aims to link visual artists with people looking to commission other artists for their art. I've personally found um, an artist through this group. The podcast art that I have is made by Louise Anog. She's at Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E-A-N-O-G on Instagram. Her graded art is amazing. So... Yeah, I commissioned her to do some art. So, hi, Louise, if ever you're listening. Yeah, um, it was really cool. So, basically, yeah, like, it's been really cool. I keep saying really cool again. Sorry, but it's been really cool. Um, a lot of visual artists have been sharing their work there. And it's so interesting to see, like, the many different styles that they have. Like, others are very... Anim- they have a very anime type of art. Others are very realist. Others have abstract designs. You know, um, there's just so much variety. So when somebody says they're an artist, they are their own unique person, and they have their own different ways of like expressing themselves. So yeah, that's just that's just another initiative on Facebook. Again, it's a Facebook group, Artists for Commissions PH. If you're looking to um, commission artists or if you want to have a portrait done or something maybe you can check that out and post there yeah so this is me saying bye for real and i will see you in the next episode bye hey there thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope that you learned something new today about the power of art or if you're an artist, that it brought a lot of value to you in your career. So for collaborations, feel free to hit me up on social media. That's at AlliedArtsPH or email me at AlliedArtsPH at gmail.com. My name is Asha Marinella and thanks again for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!